Do you ever find yourself turning to your phone without even thinking about it? Or do you get sucked into scrolling and regret not using that time for something else? You are not alone. I'm Alex, a screen time mentor for young moms, and I'm here to help you get a grip on your own screen time so you can be present, intentional, and live a more fulfilling life. Welcome to the Mindful with Media podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back. Today, we get to talk about something that I've been looking forward to discussing on the podcast for quite a while now, and that's this concept of becoming a creator more than we are a consumer. And because this podcast is called Mindful with Media and my focus is screens and phone use, we will talk about what that means in the context of phones and social media, especially being a creator more than a consumer. But we're also going to take a step back and see how this applies to really all aspects of our life, of how we can be more of a creator than a consumer. So I want to start by talking about what it even means to be a creator, what I mean by that. And the definition I found online of creator means a person that brings something into existence, which isn't that just fascinating? Another definition I found was somebody who improves upon the world around them. I loved that definition. And hearing that definition made me want to be more of a creator, someone who improves upon the world around me. So if a creator is someone who brings something into existence or improves upon the world around them, then what's a consumer? A consumer is someone who purchases goods and services for personal use, someone who eats something, someone who uses something. Some other definitions I found were someone who looks at content on social media, someone who eats, drinks, or ingests, someone who uses up something or absorbs something. So we've talked about what a creator is and we've talked about what a consumer is. And as I've been pondering about the difference between a creator and a consumer, I believe that the main difference between a creator and a consumer is that a creator takes what they consume and creates something out of it. Because we are all going to consume, right? We are going to see things on social media, we're going to buy things, we're going to eat things. I'm trying to think of those other definitions about a consumer, right? We are all going to consume things, but I think somebody who's a creator takes those things that they consume and creates something out of it. So maybe that's taking things that they learn or see on social media and then actually applying it to their lives or taking things that they learn on a podcast and then having conversations about it with other people or really internalizing it and letting it impact them or pondering it. Or maybe they purchase things and then they use those things that they buy to better their life or better someone else's, right? Going back to the definition of a creator, one of the definitions was to improve upon the world around you. So I think a creator takes those things that they consume and then improves upon the world with what they've consumed. Whereas a consumer simply 
takes those things in without producing anything else. So we've all been there where you just mindlessly scroll social media or you buy things because they're on sale, but then you never use it or they just take up space. And I think that's the difference between a creator and a consumer. And I'd love to hear any thoughts you have on this topic of creating versus consuming. And I truly believe that we are all designed to be creators. I think that's why we feel more fulfilled and accomplished when we create. And I want to share a quote that I really liked about this. It says, The desire to create is one of the deepest yearnings of the human soul. No matter our talents, education, backgrounds, or abilities, we each have an inherent wish to create something that did not exist before. Everyone can create. You don't need money, position, or influence in order to create something of substance or beauty. And later on in the episode, I'll talk about more ways that we can create more than just typical ways that we think. But I think it's easy when you hear about creating to start to doubt yourself, right? To feel incapable or feel scared that you're going to fail with whatever you try to create. There's a lot of fear that comes with that. Or to think like, oh, I don't have the the ability to create because you're thinking of how people create in typical ways. But I'm the type of person that has never considered myself creative. I've never taken an art class. My house is hardly decorated at all. That is not a way that I love to create. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I can't create in this way, but I, I've never been naturally drawn to that type of creative process. I very much have a math brain. I majored in statistics. I am a very logical thinker, very analytical. But I've learned that creativity doesn't have to just be painting or drawing or sculpting, like sometimes how I think of creativity, or even like creating content online or whatever it is, baking or whatever you're creating. It's seriously like so vast. So if we go back to the original definition of being a creator, you're either improving upon the world around you or you're bringing something into existence that didn't exist before. And so that could be creating laughter or creating family memories or creating harmony with people or creating connections or There are a lot of synonyms for creator that I found online that also, I think, give insights on what it can mean to create. So there was writer, author, developer, composer, designer, divisor, maker, inventor, producer, originator, initiator, instigator, generator, engineer, architect, mastermind, father, mother. I think the ones that stood out to me the most were the initiator or the instigator. I think... At different times in my life, that has been a way that I've created. It's really easy for me to instigate activities, right? Planning things or going and doing fun things and inviting other people to come with me. That that is a way for me to create. And that's why it's fulfilling because I am, as a human being, designed to create. And it feels so good to create, even though it doesn't have to look a certain way. And I've been thinking about 
other ways that I create in my life in ways that I am a creator. And so I think the first thing that came to mind was this podcast that I'm trying to create and share goodness as I take things that I've learned and then ponder them and apply them to my life. And then with those, create new perspectives and then sharing those in new ways. I try to create by posting regularly on social media. And it's actually fascinating this concept of being a creator more than you're a consumer when you're on social media, because we know that there are people who have the job title of creator, and that typically means that they create content on social media and websites, whether that's videos, posts, blog posts, podcasts, whatever it is. But you don't have to be a creator to create on social media. And Dr. Sarah Coyne, she's a media researcher, and she led an eight-year study on the relationship between social media and mental health. And one of the things that they found was that if you are an active user instead of a passive user when you're on social media, you're much less likely to experience the potential negative side effects. So instead of just scrolling when you're on social media, actively comment, create your own posts to share, respond to people's stories, even just liking people's posts instead of just scrolling past them you are more likely to have a positive experience on social media if you are more active on there. And this is a way to create instead of just consume. As you comment and respond to stories, you are creating connections. As you post, you are creating ideas and you're creating experiences for other people as they see your posts or read your comments. And I often hear people talk about social media in a way of like, oh, I don't really post anything on social media, like as if that's a better thing. But this research shows that as long as you're posting for the right reasons, I do want to point out that's important. It's actually better for you and for others to post instead of just to look at other things, to be a creator, not just a consumer. And this will leave you feeling more fulfilled because you are designed to create. It's one of the deepest yearnings of your soul is to create. And, and like I said, there are lots of ways to create. You don't have to just do it on social media, but I encourage you that if you do decide to use social media and you're on there, to be a creator when you're on there. If that's posting or if that's commenting or responding to stories or sharing content. So every time I'm on social media, I aim to engage with every post I see. So I either comment on the post, I like the post, or I unfollow. Because if I'm following too many accounts, it's really easy for me to fall back into the cycle of more consuming and less creating. Another way that I try to be a creator is by creating a life that I love. And for those of you who came to the mastermind, that was so powerful where we talked about how to grow your business while spending less than 30 minutes a day on Instagram. You'll remember the activity called setting up my dream life. And this activity was actually really powerful for me as we worked through it together. And because of this, I started making some changes to my life. I used to work on my business almost every spare minute. And I was pretty intentional about 
planning times to not work. Like I plan times to be with my kids and with my husband. And so it was set up pretty balanced, but I just realized that I was working more than I wanted to. And so I've decided to cut back on my work hours and I now spend more time doing things like playing violin just for the fun of it and working on puzzles while listening to podcasts or audiobooks. And I used to hear about people doing things like this or doing things that I wanted, like living the life that I wanted to live. And I would just think like, oh, that'd be nice. Like, I wish I had time for that or I wish I had the money for a babysitter so I could get a break like that. I wish I didn't have to work so much so I could relax like that, but I realized that I can create the life that I love. I can have those things too, and so can you. You can design your dream life and then make powerful decisions to turn it into your reality. And that sounds so cheesy as I'm saying this, but seriously, I am living proof of this, that you can create a life that you love. Okay, that was kind of a long tangent, but that's just one way that I am a creator is by creating life that I love. Other ways that I am trying to be a creator, and I I only share these things because I hope they're giving you ideas of how you can lean into your, your instincts and your cravings to be a creator. I teach violin and I feel like that helps me to help others, right? That definition of improving upon the world around you. Help my students to create and cultivate themselves into better people. Or I also create by playing my violin, creating music there. I also tutor. I'm a math tutor and I feel like that's a way that I create is by helping other people to create the results that they want in their life or to create better test scores or to create a better future for themselves. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting all deep about this, but I also think teaching my children. I spend most of my time, both day and night, with my children, nurturing them. And I really believe that is a way to create as I'm trying to help them to learn and to grow and to become and that's a form of creation for me and also I'm trying to help bring out the good in them which can be really hard sometimes as I try to focus on the good in my children I feel like that does a lot of things it helps create the kind of person that I want them to become you know even okay I'm getting really like maybe too deep here but Let's just think about how you see your children. And it's so easy to focus in on their hard qualities, right? That is what's right in front of our face. But as you create an image in your mind of who you know your child can become and really who they are deep down, then you can help your child become that type of person and really Just by seeing them that way and viewing them in their goodness, you can create that and make it a reality. Okay, I'm back out of my my deep hole of kind of deep thoughts. But I also love creating happy memories as I take my kids on adventures. That's a really fun way for me to create. So I'd encourage you just to take some time to think about ways that you already create. You're probably creating more than you realize and ways that you want to create more in your life, whether that's more practical ways with maybe musical instruments or painting or baking or crocheting or 
whatever it is, or maybe some more abstract ways, whether that's posting more on social media, or even just when you are on social media, being more engaged and an active user, or creating memories, or being an instigator of things, or creating new connections within your brain, just creating a better version of yourself. I don't know. It's just so fun thinking about all the ways that we can create that are a little bit more abstract than we typically think about. And if you want more time to create in your life, but you're having a hard time actually making that happen because life happens, then the inside out might be a really good fit for you. This is an eight-week program starting in January that is designed to transform your relationship with your phone so that you can ultimately transform your life. And in this, you will find ways to really find time to create more. And I'll teach you how to do that. And if you are listening to this podcast, then you are likely a creator. You are likely somebody who wants to create a better life for yourself and create a better life for those around you. And so lean into those deepest yearnings of your soul to be a creator and find ways to create. Again, if you enjoyed this podcast, you will love being a part of the Inside Out. It's an eight-week program where you will transform your relationship with your phone by working from the inside out which ultimately will transform your life. It's $97, but it's 40% off through the end of November. So if you're listening to this episode on the day it comes out, then the discount ends tomorrow night. And I'll put the link in the show notes to sign up for that. I hope you have a happy week of creating. I believe we should stop focusing on the negative aspects of screens and start using them as tools to support our values. We are the first generation learning to navigate this media-saturated society, and it is not easy. You don't have to be perfect, but as you are mindful, technology can be a tool to help you thrive. We are in this together as we figure out how to live a present, intentional life in this world consumed by screens. If you appreciated this podcast, would you make sure to leave a review and subscribe? I'm so glad you could be here today, and I'll see you next week.